Do you know how hard it is to like make yourself drink bourbon when you don't like it, but you've paid for the ticket, so you're like, I gotta drink it. <laughs> I was like <laughs> physically ill when we got back to our Airbnb. Well, but it worked. I mean, was it physically ill from like the trauma, or physically ill because like because you I just, did the bourbon trail right? No, it was just like I had a tummy ache. I was like, I was like buzzed, but I was like, oh my guts are going <laughs> nuts. The, right, right, right. It's like I'm I'm buzzing on medicine, like something I yeah. don't like. Like purple drink. That's fair. The purple. <laughs> Although I think purple drink has codeine in it, so I probably would have felt better at that point. Yeah, that's a good fall. point. So you should have done the the codeine trail instead we, of the bourbon trail. Like our Airbnb was in like the middle of fucking nowhere, and we couldn't find Tums. Wait, they, I'm back this up. This is in Kentucky, though. Yeah. But you're in the middle of like we middle got, of random got, ass Kentucky. Yeah, because there was like twelve of us, so we got a huge Airbnb, and we couldn't. Nobody could find fucking Tums, and there was like, it's <laughs> just like a bunch of grown dudes that all had belly aches. So let's agree here. This is about to be the most "I'm no longer a kid" comment I can make. I'm okay. now old, but like, <laughs> I just gotta laugh because this is old as shit. <laughs> I haven't left my twenties yet. I promise. But I'm, I just want to emphasize, right, right. I'm, I'm there. I one foot I'm out the door. Right there. Dude, and when this comes out, I will have just turned 29. Like, that's oh, terrifying. I'll probably be 30 when this comes out. So. It's terrifying. Are you an October birthday, too? Yeah. No yeah. way. Oh, man. So, my October, my, are we, is it going right now? Yeah. I just want to say my birthday is October 29th, and my social security number is 27. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's October 9th. So we're literally right there. October 9th? 9th. Oh, nice. So okay. you know what? This will be right before your birthday. So yeah. everybody wish Joe a happy birthday. Woo! Wait, I, I totally- I appreciate your candor. Thank you, everyone, for the silence. <laughs> but- Third day is going to be tough. How do we know we're old? Because quite literally, there is no grander hell than- you have like your bender night, you and the boys go out or whatever. It's like, you know, we go to hot summer nights, Burt Kreicher I don't or even whatever. Like have bender nights anymore. I have like mistakes happen and then I wake yeah. up and I want to just kill myself. Good point. Good point. So the what good would be a Saturday night bender night out with the friends, now just a giant mistake. Giant mistake. When you wake up, there's no bigger hell than waking up at like four thirty, five AM. You are at an Airbnb or a friend's place crashing. Your balance doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Like and you don't um, have Tums. And you're just sitting there like, I need that chalky calcium tar right now. And dude, literally. When I get like, I don't know what it is. This is, this is gross and I hope people are okay with it. But like when I get hungover now and I throw up, it, it's not like it used to just be like, oh, I throw up and I'm going to go eat breakfast with my boys now. It's like projectile vomit. It like shoots out of my nose and then I just like have to like shower, but you can't <laughs> wash inside of you. It's so gross. I hate it. You'll like, there's times where I've like tried snorting water to like clean it out. It's just. Wait, wait, wait. So what's getting up your nose? Vomit. The vo yeah. It's like, it comes out so furious that my mouth isn't a big enough hole. So it has to just <laughs> force its way out of other orifices. It's so bad. I don't ever so want to throw up again. <laughs> I'm sorry you just lost four viewers with that comment, but dude, the whole way here, I was like my my afternoon. I've been listening to Mr. Beast on Andrew Schultz's podcast, and see the YouTube guy, the biggest YouTuber yeah. ever, and he, that's his whole life goal. He says my life goal is to be the biggest YouTuber ever. It's like you've succeeded. Isn't he um, like so young too? He's 24, so right. we're old. 
Um, but he always talks the whole podcast because Andrew Schultz, unlike Joe Rogan's, because his is Spotify, is predominantly YouTube. So Mr. Beast oh. being a YouTube master kept looking at Andrew Schultz. He's like, you just lost viewers. It's RPMs, man. Retention, retention. You're losing people. You're losing people. You got to get right into it. He like He's got it down to such a math that it's like, really? it's almost like I can't have the fun I want to have because I, I don't want to do it to some YouTube math. I just want to have a comedian on and Is just shoot really the shit. Intense? Oh my God. The whole episode, he's like, you just lost more viewers. You get, he's like, you want to have a story. You want to give them a little bit at the end. You want to reach it at the end. And you're like, holy cow. Like the third time he would have, if I was hosting a podcast and he would have done that, like the third time I would have been like, well, that's our time. <laughs> No, I gotta give done. it to him. The guy has like a bit of a personality. Being on a podcast with like a top-notch comedian, if you're gonna be like that fun, famous at that age too, you gotta be like a little like. Dude, he's never watched a movie ever, not one. Titan. They kept like he's like name the movie. I haven't seen it. Dude, it, because he spent his whole childhood only right, <laughs> and he's only watched YouTube videos. Like, if that's what it takes to get 200 million a video, it ain't worth it. Yeah, it's a little psychopathic. That's right? like, I love movies. Okay, Even bad before movies. we get into this, B, have you, have you seen any good movies lately? I watched that David Bowie documentary, and it that's changed right. my life. I don't know if it's good. Or, I love Bowie. I have a tattoo of Bowie. And uh, not of his face, like just a Bowie tattoo. That'd be weird. The face would be weird. But Face tattoos are weird, aren't they? Especially when it's someone you... Well, I don't know. If it's a stranger or if it's someone you know, it's weird either way. Because yeah. <laughs> if you're like, this is my late grandmother, it's like right. weird. Because um, she came from a time where they wouldn't approve of that. But I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I kind of got off track. Yeah, the Bowie documentary. It was like an art film, and it was very intense. And I, I smoked weed for the first time in forever when I watched it, and it changed me. <laughs> really? Yeah. So t- like, tell me what was it like? I think we were talking a little bit about before the podcast. You were saying it was like an acid trip. It was so like it's like there's like a red tint almost. It feels like on the entire film, which already trips me out. Uh, it seems like the edges of the and this could just be me. It felt like the edges of the screen were like faded, so it was rounder, and like, so that just made me feel like I had tunnel vision and I couldn't look away. And then uh, <laughs> there were points where it was like the music was playing, and there was like just I don't even know how to say this, just art happening on the screen. But that, like, that like, goes with the theme, right? That goes with the spirit of it, the Bowie. Yeah, like you remember when you would play? Uh, do you remember like the old Windows Media Player? Yes. When you could play music and it would do the art, it was like it was like a pro level version of that. <laughs> like a computer screensaver. <laughs> but like really nice. You would have been like, "Oh, that's a great screensaver." Yeah, we need that as a screensaver. <laughs> and it just I, I thought I couldn't look away, and the entire time I was just like, "What's happening?" And then they played a song, uh, the song Rock and Roll Suicide. It was like a like a live version of that. And I was like, oh, they're going to end it on this because he always ended live shows with that song. And then it didn't end, and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and right there, retention down. Retention down. <laughs> if anything, retention up because then I was like, how did he do Dude, it like shattered me. Really? Yeah. We're having PTSD from a screensaver documentary. I had to go do like host an open mic with somebody after that. I was like the guest host and I couldn't like, they were like, uh, all right, uh, Joe, what do you think about this? And I was like, I have no idea. I can't process right now. <laughs> well, I, okay. So before we're going to get right into this, the one, have you seen the movie? Nope. Yeah. Dude, of all the new movies, I think that's the greatest. That I, is so amazing. In terms of, okay, is it the greatest movie I've ever seen? No. Why I love it 
is tell me that is not the most original idea ever. That is oh, original. Yeah. When we're remaking... That's why I like any Jordan Peele movie. It's like... Yes. It's going to be something where it's like... I've never seen that before. Which one? No, I'm saying... Oh, you, oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You, All you're doing is you're sitting back and you're going, I've never seen that before. Wow, I'm a fucking idiot. And, no, 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 you're good. <laughs> and, like, the reality is, how many UFO, like, stories and theories are there? And I could take say, what makes this so awesome, as, like, a philosophical mind, I love the fact that this is the most original concept of a UFO ever, dude. Yeah. And... I'm going to have on the screen right now what you need to fast forward to if you really want to skip the next, like, minute. But I just want to – I'm not going to spoil anything at all, but I just want to say – I will. <laughs> <laughs> what I just want to say the – actually, no, there is going to be a little bit of a spoiler. When they have the people up inside this thing – Dude, it's like – that was the coolest scene ever, man. It was so creepy, too. The, exactly. And to find out that, like, ah, that scream you're hearing that whole time is the, is the people trapped inside of it. You're wondering, how is this UFO doing, like, this creepy high-pitched scream? And it's the people. Yeah. I mean, I got, like, tricked. At, I don't like scary movies, so I saw it in theaters, which already— like, Oh, yeah. There was, like, the, a I couple of jump scares— if you put jump the scares. beginning, like with the fake alien, come on, that was great. You got me. It got perfect. Me. It got me. Applaud that man. No, I was livid. I was damn like, good movie. I was like, how dare you, George? Monkey Bill. part. The whole thing. You're the like, was it makes you cringe. It was. It was. I just, I just got hair sticking up on the back of my neck thinking about it, um, and it was purposeful. Like it felt almost nonsensical. Like it had nothing to do the, with nothing. But the reality yeah. was, this guy. His life was saved by appealing to the to the beast. Yeah, and so he thought the way to appeal to the beast in the sky is to feed it, to befriend it, because the beast killed all the other co. Are you talking about Steve, like Stephen Ewan's character? Yes. Who, by the way, what a phenomenal actor! Come I don't know on how he's now, not in like every movie. That movie was killer, yeah. dude. And again, I just can't emphasize every, original that, idea, original and just like. From just what a good casting, yeah. Oh, always and he does that great. Because like Stephen Ewan, he's like he's like in an I think you should leave sketch in The Walking Dead, and then you finally give him like an actual. I think he was in one other movie before. I don't want to sound short, but like you give him a really good role, and like God damn, was he good to watch on screen? And, and exactly, he made also a very short, mundane character incredibly relevant, yeah. just by the way he portrayed it. So to me, I put that. I walked away actually mildly disappointed in terms of, like, it wasn't the greatest movie I've ever seen. But the more I thought about it, it was it like, builds, this is an artistic masterpiece. I, it was artistically beautiful, but the build was just very slow. Once it, like, got going, though, I couldn't look away. But, right. Like, the beginning of the movie, I was like, all right, well, what's but going on? But it's incredibly confusing. Why is junk falling from the sky, right? Like, yeah. all these things, and everything had a purpose. I just, I loved uh, the UFO is not a machine with a person in it. So I think that there was a lot cut from that movie. Um, you think? I'm, I'm actually, well, I'm sure. I, I'm I actually know for a fact. Actually, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So there was a guy from Cleveland. I, can't, I don't think I'm allowed to, I can't say too much, but like sure. he was in the movie and his part got cut. He was like number five on the call sheet or something. He was like, he had a bigger role and it just kind of got cut from the movie. So there was like a lot of other stuff that was supposed to be in that movie. Wow. So I don't know if it was like the studio or what that cut it, but like I'm, when the director's cut comes out, I do actually want to see it because it seems like it's going to be a different movie. 
Really? Yeah. And what's even cooler to that effect was how big those sets were. Like, I, I'll have a picture on the screen yeah. of, like, they had the outside, right? Mm-hmm. And the uh, around the house, like, they have you seen the picture of, like, the giant, like, four-by-four yeah. sheet of lights over a house? And then they had, like, the side sheet lights. Yeah. It wasn't, like, an actual light. And the, the above was. And you've got, like, you, you've just turned the outside. Most people will take a room. Like, I work security for Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Oh, cool. And they would turn, they turn, like, a house in Willoughby into that old lady's nursing home. Like, you know, Captain America's side yeah. lady who ends up being, like, a million years later when he unfreezes himself. The side lady. That's, <laughs> that's the love of his life. <laughs> Come on, she ain't man. no side lady. Give side. her some respect, damn it. Yeah, she has, so, a, she has kids. She has a family. Put some respect <laughs> on her. <laughs> so when he goes and visits her in the nursing home, she is like, um, oh, damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I, she's, she, it it is funny, though. She, he shows up, and she's like, I saved my last, last breath for you yeah. in the hope she would come. <laughs> She has, like, a kids and grandkids, but she's like, I waited for you. <laughs> the guy who died. <laughs> Those other, they didn't matter. They, they were all because I couldn't have you. It's pretty messed up. Like, it, well, she but, raised kids and has a family, but she's like, I waited for you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen all the side theories? If I was her kid, I would have been like, I don't even want the inheritance right, anymore. Right, right. Keep it. <laughs> like, yeah. Keep it. Um, so they turned this inside of a mansion into a nursing home. And so, again, oh. you could see how they could turn, like, a room and a hallway and, like, the lobby of the house into something else. It's crazy. But to see them take an entire house and make... Because, like, the scene where the blood comes down. Oh, yeah. And all of these things, they did under... Another thing that's cool about film is they do it under extreme light and then they make it look like night. Like, it actually is not in the dark yeah. at all. It's entirely lit. And there, it's that's what's funny. It's filmed at night, entirely lit by artificial light, and then made to look like night. I mean, wow. Science. Yeah. So We're, 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 we're playing God on that one. <laughs> you got to give us credit where credit's due. <laughs> facts, facts. You ready to get this thing going? Yeah. All right. So I love that term, think tank. Think tank. I mean, you know what a think tank is? Like, how's a think tank go, James? Yeah, you know they got cancel culture nowadays. You gotta watch what you say. It's getting, it's getting real scary out here. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know if I can take the conversation here, but we might as well. It's the rethink tank. Looks like you had a little bit too much to think here in the rethink tank. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And thanks for joining me again. We're uh, this is kind of like red velvet. I feel like we're in Joe Rogan's it's like hand me down like, studio. It does have like just a backstage comedy club vibe. It's <laughs> right? weird. Yeah, this was very appropriate for for the night we're going for. Or like just like a Frank Sinatra movie. I yeah. don't know. Fly me to the moon and let me. Play among the stars. I like how you just, I don't know the words. I forgot the words. I had to think about it. No, it was actually for dramatic effect. Um, the only but- song I know is New York, New York. <laughs> Give us a little bit. Uh, New York, New York. 
That's New York. <laughs> I'm walking here. Um, but, you know, on that note, let me introduce my guest, the legendary Joe Briggs. How are we doing, uh, my I'm friend? I'm doing good, thank you. Cleveland comedian. Go check him out. Um, but I, we had Joe on once before, and I just kept throwing the most nonsensical things at him. So and the, I, re- the reviews were bad, but we want to—we <laughs> really want to test the audience on this one. Yeah, we're trying to keep you on the toes. <laughs> so I, I appreciate Joe coming here and and ready to to wrestle with it again. But here's the deal, Joe. Um, I I'm thinking we could talk about some yeah regular topics. I have some things pulled for us, um, but to get the blood flowing, I have an improv scene generator. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to roll with that for a little bit. I'll try it. But before we get into that, I uh, I polled Instagram. So oh, no. you could go to my personal Instagram right here on the screen for future times. Um, but I got a lot of great submissions, but I, oh, I can't you, do Oh, when you said all. pulled Instagram, I thought you were going to be like, we pulled your Instagram and we found some old posts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to, you know, if we... There's nothing bad on my Instagram. I don't even know what I but was But we'll make the it. audience too sexually aroused. There's some re- there's some really feisty things in there, and, and we're trying. <laughs> it's a picture of me holding a chocolate bar with my grandmother. So, <laughs> Talk to the right person. That's pretty feisty. Uh, well, I don't want to meet that person. That is terrifying. <laughs> but I know they're out there because I've been watching that Dahmer show. So. Dude. It's terrifying. I'm excited to see that just because uh, whatever, what Evan, what's his name? Evan. What's the main actor's name? Evan. It's Peters. like Evan Michael Peters or something. Yeah. Evan Peters. That dude's great. Dude, he's he absolutely great. Unbelievable in that. American Horror Stories used to be one of my favorite shows, but at, they have American Horror Story yeah. and American Horror Stories, and they've gotten so like explicitly gross on that ass. show. Yeah, literally. Wow. Well, because there's like <laughs> the one season is in a continuous story, whereas in oh. American Horror Stories, it's one season and every episode is its own story. Oh, okay. Um, but it's been incredibly gruesome and disgusting. Like, I'm not opposed to blood and murder and gore, I, I but like having sex with dead bodies and nope. like really making it a romantic mm. thing, you're like, yeah, this is where you cross the line. It And it's gotten very occultish. Well, that's why this Dahmer thing, I didn't think I was going to... I hate it when they glorify serial killers, but yeah. this one actually kind of like is like uh, it makes him for who he is. Makes him for person. who he is, and it just kind of shows right like, dude, it's it's on. I like had to Google it afterwards. I don't know why I did that, but uh, just the cops kept whiffing on this guy. <laughs> like there, there was like so many times. So you gotta ask, is that intentional? Because when we find out, so we're talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. Who, which one right now? Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay, so um, there was a time. Who's where, the guy that carved a swastika in his head? Um. Oh, Charles Manson, dude, and the Manson murderers and his uh and his little clan of hippies. That was all peddled by the CIA. You know what? I had to just beat that out because I'm gonna get murdered at some point. But there's hey, three letters, and it's in a government agency. Are you telling me our government hasn't always been the good guys? No, not not our government. <laughs> not us. Vietnam, not our government. <laughs> Yeah, so those guys, did you know it's on record that they would catch, like, local police would catch Charles Manson, and then they would release him by a directive of the CIA? Oh, I said it again. But they would they would force him to release it. So when Dude, you say the police just whiffed on Jeffrey Dahmer, I, think it I got was a hunch just, they looked the other way. So I think the reason is because there was such a stigma to being gay back then. I'm not trying to, like, I'm just, it's how it was, but, like, the cops didn't want to deal with stuff. There was like one teenager 
He kidnapped, drilled the hole in the kid's head, put hydrochloric acid in there, left him in his apartment. The kid survived and woke up and then was <gasps> out on the streets. Two women in his building found him. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer came back. The cops and these women were like trying to figure out what to do with this kid. The women are like, you can't let him go back with Dahmer. And Dahmer was just like, that's my boyfriend. He drank too much. Let me get him home. And the cops were like, sounds good. No way. And then he took him back in and killed him. Yeah. Wait, wait, sounds good with a hole in his head? I don't know. If, I don't think they saw the hole because I think it was under his hair. But, like, that's why he was so dis- Bro. He was disoriented because he had hydrochloric acid on his brain. But, like, he was bleeding from, like, other places. He was completely naked. And the cops were just like, oh, that's your boyfriend? Well, hey, we don't want to deal with that. And just, like, <laughs> let him go. Or, or they thought, like, it's probably, like, around the AIDS time. They're like, you guys are... Frisky, frisky dogs. I mean, either way, real suspect place work. <laughs> Facts. I mean, <laughs> and like the you know, like when you watch it on a TV show, you're like, oh, they're probably hamming it up for the TV show. Like, I think it might have actually been worse in real life than like what was on the TV show, because they like like on the TV show, I think he was like in his underwear. Like in real life, it's like he's completely naked. There's bruises everywhere. There's signs of like sexual trauma, and they're just like, yeah. <laughs> Like an ambulance, I think, came and inspected the kid, and then they still released. Wait, wait, wait. With the like drill in real in, life. With the hole in his head. They didn't find the hole. Wait, but wait. The, but, he, but he did have a hole in his head. Correct. They didn't find it, but he, in fact, had a hole in his head. Correct. What are these paramedics good for if they can't find the, a hole? The paramedics and the women that found him both didn't want to uh, release him back to Dahmer, but the police were like, hey, seems like a good guy. <laughs> What, is he, he seems so, legit. I'm not as familiar with this story. Obviously, I need to watch this. I, the only reason is because I saw the show yesterday and I have Wikipedia today. Okay, so this might be a director's interpretation. So I, I don't know how we can really get to the bottom of this question. But the one guy, who's the pretty guy that killed all the girls? Oh, shoot. Uh, he's my favorite serial killer because he drove a Volkswagen Beetle. Um <laughs> And that's my dream car. But what's his name? Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, and to the one person who commented about my laugh, <laughs> I see you. I still laugh. You know what? That's the one thing. I, I listen to, like, Burt Kreischer, and his laugh can get to me sometimes. Man. Uh, it's my pretty bad. My voice can get to people. Well, but at the same yeah, okay, so we'll get yeah. to that. But at the same time, laugh annoying or not, because I'll admit, I can acknowledge mine probably is we, annoying, but you that is someone's uncontrolled expression of enjoyment. We, like, I have no yeah. control over that, So, but well, can, I catch can, myself you cackling. You can choose not to laugh. I can't choose to sound like a different human yeah. being. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> But like, again, if that's just how you talk, like brutal. I'm just trying to communicate. You can't hate me for how yeah. I communicate. Dude, growing up, oh my God. Like it took a long time Sounding for like puberty to finally school? crack in. Oh, I like you puberty. sounded like that. And- <laughs> yeah, like puberty hit. And then my parents were like, Are you a- Ray Romano? <laughs> Are you choking on a frog? <laughs> oh my God. I get Kermit a lot, and I'm like, come on, it's not that bad. <laughs> no, no. But what's funny is, like, for the longest time, I was a, a non-pubescent, like, child. Like, very, um, like, you would think I was a baby. Yeah. And I'd be, like, 14, 
and they'd give me like a kid's menu and I'd flip out. Or I'd, the thing that killed me, why I brought this up, because it is very interesting to be at this period in my life where my passion and the thing I do most, why I put my most time into is talking publicly yeah. and and recording and hearing myself back. And I would, when I was a kid, I'd call, like, you know, you have to call to get your Xbox fixed or something. Like, you've Jesus, got the red did, ring or yeah. something. <laughs> we literally had that phone and, call, yeah. Yep, yep. And they'd be like, okay, ma'am. And I'm like, I'm not ma'am. Oh, I, or, I, dude, I would freak out. I'd flip out. Oh, my God. I would, I would always get, like, people would think I was, like, a grown man. <laughs> Which is a great thing when you're 16. But, like, when COVID happened and we were doing, like, you couldn't go in the office. I, like, have an office job. And people would, uh. I talked to him on the phone, and then when we started going back in the office, like people would be like, "Dude, I thought you were like forty-five. Have you seen that Robin Williams movie where like he goes, he's like a a thirteen-year-old that looks like he's forty? Robin Williams. Oh my god, dude! The the movie's on the screen because I don't I don't have a young Jamie, and I don't know it off the top of my head. But there is a movie classic where Robin. Will, actually, I'm gonna Google it right now, so I'm gonna snap into it. It's terrifying. Jack. Oh, Jack. Jack. I've seen Jack. Okay, so Jack. He's like a kid who's in like grade school, but is like a 40-year-old man who it's looks like he's so a 40-year-old man. So he'd go buy porno magazines for him and his buddies. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just picturing like, that's you. You're Jack. You're but I never Jack. looked old. You just sounded old. Yeah, until I had a mustache, I looked like a child. <laughs> so I sounded old, and then I'd be like, can I buy this beer? And they'd be like, you look like you're 15. Just close your eyes, please. When I turned please. 21, can I, I, got can I to, buy this beer? <laughs> the first place I tried to be, buy beer from with my, like, actual I'm 21 license, they, like, test it, and they're like, this is a really good fake, but we can't sell you beer. And they're like, they're like we should keep that license. And I was like, that's my real driver's license. They're like, okay. <laughs> See, you're different. You're a different breed than me because I've got this uh, ageist Napoleon syndrome. I would have looked at them and be like, you're going to call the police, and you're going to ask them to run my social security number. I'm leaving with this beer. But I was like newly 21 and I just wanted to drink. So I was like, ah, oh, this is like You just go a, to the next place? Yeah, like, I just yeah, like, okay. we got back in my truck. We went down the street. We got a beer. And we, <laughs> I got two Colt 45s. That was a mistake. Why? Because there was an Afro Man song called two, Colt 45 and Two Zigzags. And I got and you just sent it. two Colt 45s and they're so bad. They're so t- That's what you chose as your first? I didn't know what to do, man. I was 21. <sighs> Ouch. I thought, yeah, it was, like, anything besides Natty, I was like, I'm living classy. But it's actually worse than Natty. So are you of, like, the rare breed where, like, your first beer was at 21? No, it was at, like, 19, maybe. Okay. I waited okay. very long. So how did you drinking. not know it was good? Because all I drank was Natty. You're in college, you can't get it. Dude, anything. you want to hear something? The only beer I had besides Natty was, like, maybe Heineken and Coors. So I go to college, and I literally did not drink Natty. Would not. It was like a conscious would go out of my way. You want to know why? My dad worked as a chemical engineer for Anheuser-Busch. So he he would do the Anheuser-Busch factories. And when I was like 18 and we're starting to dip our toe in the water, um, I remember like the one of the main things he told us was like, don't drink Natty. They all... The drip off of the factory piping and like the tanks that like gets on the floor goes into one pipe and that gets it it is mixed with like fresh beer as well and water. It's diluted, but 
it's all the drip off mm. of like the factory. I love that authentic floor taste. It's hard to, <laughs> it is hard to replicate that in another beer. And I think that's really why I'm drawn to it. It reminds me of home. It reminds me of home. <laughs> is that true? God damn it. You want to hear something crazier? So his company also did Monster. They have to pave the oh, floors yeah, 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 I've heard this, actually. of you- the Monster factories every three months. Because it's that acidic. It's that acidic. God, I stopped drinking Monster because I think it was like we're talking was, new concrete. There was like one day I this is gross and I'm sorry, but I drank like two Monsters or three in a day because I had like was running on empty. I had a show the night before and then I had to work, so I was like, got it, no sleep. And uh, it was like one of those where it's like a Thursday night at ladies, and then I end up talking until like three in the morning and I have to work the next day. And so like I was drinking Monster all day and I think I had like two or three and then I like peed at the end of the day and it smelled like acid and I was like. I don't want to put that on my body anymore. It was like, I was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> it is acid. It is. It's literally killing people, but it's but, so good, though. But you I'm no longer tired. Z- check out the zero-calorie ones, the orange one, the purple one, the white one. Pretty good. See, I'm more of a Red Bull guy. The Oh, my God. The summer Red Bull? Oh, The, the orange on. can? Tell me, what do you get if you go out? Like, if you're going out downtown, it's downtown. party night. You're running into your main man at uh, around the corner. What is your drink? A beer? Uh, Miller High Life. Yeah, mine's a Red Bull vodka. But if I'm going, That's why like, I brought it if up. If I'm going nuts, I get like a I get a I get a Miller High Life, and then I get a shot of Tito's. Nice. And then I I take a little sip of my Miller High Life, <laughs> I do the shot, and then I chase it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that combo. Yeah, Be- beer and vodka. That's a very combo. uh. Or I'll do a vodka soda. I only do vodka Red Bulls when I. Oh, I'll send it out with a red yeah. vodka Red Bull. That's how I can like, only do one or two, and then otherwise I feel like my heart's gonna like die. See, plus I hate what's the, what's the gun Red Bull called? The bar gun. You know what I'm talking about? No. So like, if you get a vodka Red oh, Bull at gotcha. a bar, yeah, and yeah, it's in like the tap gun. They don't always have Red Bull. It's like a knockoff, and it's called like, it's it's literally called like, those bastards. That and is not Red taste, Bull? Not always. Some bars it is Red Bull, and they have the cans. They've got me totally fooled. But I it, would not have known. If it comes out of a gun, it's generally not Red Bull. And that's it's got like a weird You're probably right. syrupy taste to it. I don't like it as much. See. It's got like I, a hilarious name, though. It is like like, like Red Stallion or something. See, like it's just like blatantly a knockoff. If I'm going to be com- now, now just totally honest, I have a hard time drinking beer anymore like I used to when we were like in college. Because the inflammation, like really? I will literally look 15 pounds heavier than I am if I drink, probably because I've gone so long without drinking beer. Like really, beer is just more of, at this point in my life, a social oh, thing. Like the- oh yeah, I, it looks like I've yeah. got a huge double chin. When that's back, you know I drink beer. And it's it, so at this point, it's like somebody taps you in for a game of beer ball. You're like, well, I'm not going to... First, I'm going to kick all the asses of whoever's at that party. But also, well, I'm, I'm not going to be the nerd that not, doesn't do it. I'm, gonna, I'm still going to give it the old college I'm try. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I so a, I love it, but it's so many calories. I feel swollen. It takes more. Man, I'd rather have two, three Red Bulls versus five, six beers. I, I Miller High Life, I don't know what it is. It's the only one that doesn't, like, mess with me too much. That's why I drink it so much. But, like, also... 
there was a hilarious picture of me and like I went to Denver to visit some friends like a year or two ago and I was like a chonky boy. I'm chonky now, but I was a chonkier boy and like I needed to lose weight. But like we drank the night before and I had that inflammation and it looked like I just had like a goiter. <laughs> And, like, my friend took the picture at, like, an angle where she's shorter than me, too. So oh. it was just, like, we all looked at it, and we were, like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> you can't. You should get that checked out. Legitimately. I was, like, do I, like, need to go to a doctor? <laughs> Am I dying? So here's the deal. Uh, we got a little sidetracked. You see, like, that was like that's, like, one of those photos where you see it and you call your parents and you're, like, Dad, I just want to say I love you. I love you. I, yeah, I mean. Tell Mom, too. I question your genetics. Yeah. You may have damned me. Yeah. But I, 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 I need your love right now. I am screwed. But I'm going to miss you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to miss me, really. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to not, I'm not going to yeah. even remember this existed. Anyway, so we did a poll for for the people and uh, to, to give us some good improv scene concepts or ideas and i we don't have the ability to do all of them so i picked the best one and this one is clearly definitely the best um we who is it what's the backstory so uh this one shout out nick foster nick and foster the story scene you son of a bitch <laughs> you son of a bitch i'm in this guy stalks me <laughs> 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 Stop calling my mom, all right? She's not going to give you my address. <laughs> Dude, he's such a creep. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I, uh, the scene, that we, we only got the ability to do one. This scene is two people working at a fortune that's, cookie that's factory. Good, if we would have said three, it would have been kind of... We would have been screwed. It, no, it would have been the sock bucket. Have puppet. you seen improv before? Where they, I know this is like we're getting a little off, but there'll be like two people and they'll do multi-person scenes and it's insane. Right. That noise. I think you I lost think we, the camera. I think we lost myself. You know what it is? Pause. Unpause. So... Back to what we were talking yeah. about, the improv scene. We kind of lost our spot there. 100%. But 100%. <laughs> but the scene is two guys, not three guys. Two guys. Two guys. Two sweet boys, I think is how he phrased it. <laughs> and Nick Foster, let me tell you. <laughs> um, two, two sweet, yummy guys. He sent two prompts. The first one is two nice guys, and they both read their address out loud, which seems <laughs> very Nick Foster. But... <laughs> But that's not the game we're playing. <laughs> Did I break you? <laughs> Dude, I think that's the hardest I've laughed on this thing. <laughs> I feel bad for that. This new guy's like, he's just sitting at home. He's like, I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> I just and wanted just, to send them some loving. I don't even know that comedian. He's just making fun of me. <laughs> I just wanted to send them some loving. Uh, he is just getting made fun of because he had actually a good prompt, which is yeah, like even yeah. worse. I'm sorry. He kicked it out. He nailed it. And anyway, anyway, favorite prompt: two lovely, sexy boys working <laughs> at a fortune cookie factory, and they need to frantically come up with new fortunes. Okay. So before we get into this thing, yeah. if you want to take a minute to kind of think, this isn't so. Real have you done improv? Yes, yes, and I okay. know that, but also, yeah. We want to try to come up with a good product. You know what I'm saying? I was, like, just trying to think of, like, weird things to... Put in a fortune. That's why I wanted to give you something. I know. I just want... Uh... <laughs> Comes back to it doesn't get better. Next time I open a fortune, it's going to say just what's your address. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like this fucker yeah, Nick. Keep, keep, keep that in your back pocket. <laughs> so we're coming up with them, but keep that as one that you I'm not, open. It's improv. It's already done. It's gone. Can't do it. Like Mr. Beast would say, we just got to keep it fun and good. Yeah. Fun and good. Okay, I'm ready. Fun and good. Okay. All right, man. So we're we got these coming down the line, and we gotta we gotta get these in quick. Um, I, I'm sticking with it. Doesn't get better. We gotta keep it true and real, right? Yeah. And I'm gonna put the uh, go to Olive Garden <laughs> <laughs> next time you go out to eat. Well, because again, why would it, it's better than TGI Fridays? That's what no, I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna disagree. I think uh, most of customer want to go to Olive Garden. <laughs> You sound like the Swedish fat chef from uh, Chuck E. Cheese. I was trying to sound Italian, but you know. <laughs> and you do. You win. Knocked it out of the park. Are you from Italy? I'm from a little place in uh, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very what brought you here to uh, this place in Brooklyn where we create knockoff Chinese uh, uh, you know, fortune cookies. You know. Love of the game. <laughs> I have no fucking. <laughs> so the pizza man loves the fortune cookie game. What got yeah. you into the fortune cookie game? How long have you been in the uh, fortune? My great grandfather always wanted to make it a fortune cookie, <laughs> but now he died, Wait. and I want to make a great fortune cookie. <laughs> I I got to appreciate that as somebody who comes from a long line of fortune tellers. Um, I I love people that strive for the business. Is this is a lucrative business? I have to tell you. Then why are we working on the line? <laughs> you would think that this would be automated. It, it takes a little sense of creativity. Like, for this guy. I, I don't even know who this is going to go to, but I know that they're going to they're gonna forget to pull up their fly. Buddy, your fly's down. Let me try. I've never written fortune. I write, uh, maybe next time you don't. <laughs> they will know what it means. They will know. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It yeah. gets to the right. I think a lot of this comes down to fate. It does. And now I've adapted your accent. I like the way that you have accent now. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, well, uh, it's the Brooklyn. I, I sound very Akron A as I say I'm, we're in Brooklyn. But, I you know, agree. I like to travel. I'm worldly. I'm worldly. But. I'm, I'm worldly. Don't kiss your dad on the lips. I'm very good at this. <laughs> you... Are a natural. I think you really adapted something from your yes, grandfather. That quickie was for Tom Brady's. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> you know. You know. You know. But, uh, okay, I got to say, we, we've hit a wall. I do appreciate that, though. That was a great one. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So everybody that gave a submission, I have to say thank you. I appreciate it. Go check them out on Instagram. There will be more to come. But to keep it, this this gives us more to work with, and I think uh, <laughs> we'll be able to to have more fun. So the like number one world in improv too is like don't do an accent. And I just was like, well, I'm Italian. But then you were like, I think you're Swedish. And I was like, it's anybody's guess now, <laughs> dude. And I said Chuck E. Cheese, but I, the Swedish chef is the Muppets. Yeah. It's so good. I was not allowed to really watch them. I never watched The Muppets as a kid, so I missed so many references. It's truly astounding. But then, you know what? And Disney movies. I never watched Disney movies. Never had any connection with The Muppets. But then, as you indicated, is damned to forever being compared to Kermit the Frog. Dude. (laughs) It's such... It's brutal. It's brutal. 
All right. Same like we I didn't watch like there's like all that Little Mermaid stuff right now, and like I never watched Little Mermaid going up, and people are like, she, you know, we she we can, they can't change. She has to be white. And I was like, I didn't even know she was white because I never watched the Little Mermaid. And also, we're thirty. Right, right, right. <laughs> Who cares? Your your fixation slash attraction to a child's cartoon, definitely. Yeah. That, there's something weird going on. You mean the half? Back to what we were saying. Why? So okay. What did I say at the beginning of this podcast? What stood out to me the most was Nope, who is from a black producer, director, who yeah. also is known for making... Who has comedy roots, shockingly, it, too. Well, yeah. 100%. Dude, Mad TV was life. I don't know what you, you grew up on, even, though, but, like... Mad TV was very good. Mad TV was life. They had, like, a six-year run where that show was untouchable. And they were it. Yeah. Key and Peele, side yeah. by side. Everybody forgets Will Sasso, too. Dude, Will dude. Sasso. All that dude... Bobby Lee, Brian Callen, a lot of like yeah, Brian Callen was on it. Yeah. Hell yeah, he was, dude. I loved that show growing yeah. up. Um, but again, take someone like Jordan Peele, who is a he he makes movies at least before Nope, predominantly for a black audience. And I was quick to point out that was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, none of this stuff matters, right? Like the fixation on like a it's a, a good it, movie. But we have to admit there's something weird going on where we're no what no why I love Nope was it was original. You're not recreating Pinocchio, but this time with Tom Hanks. But like I'd watch that though. I love Tom Hanks. <laughs> they did. Whoa, dude, that just came out. Wait, what? God damn it. <laughs> Are you gonna get Disney Plus now? No. I think your Disney fixation just hyped up. Boom. So why aren't you watching? I, already, I only, I only I watch like the Herbie there's movie. There's a lot of dead space in the middle. I, I only watch the Herbie movies. You're a Herbie guy? Fully I'm, loaded? I own HerbieGoesBananas.com. Yeah. yeah. If you go to the website, it takes you to a comedy clip of mine. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's badass. Um, um, yeah. So there's something weird going on where we're recreating old stories we are kind of shoving down the throats of like this weird fixation of it like is. race but also aside from that why why can't we come up with original ideas like the little mermaid that shit is so dumb it's, why people care is sad so it's like that lady weird. looks weird like a lizard i don't care what anybody says she does look like a yeah. fish person it's kind of weird wait which but, person the new Little Mermaid. The whole I haven't thing, even seen anything dude, for it. You know it's why? It's on the screen. If you just look at the main picture, she kind of looks like a fish. It's weird, like a lizard. There's something with the face, the nose, the eyes, the mouth. The whole thing kind of comes together like a it's, lizard. Surely it's not the flipper <laughs> <laughs> that they put on her because <laughs> you know she's a mermaid. But you're that's like, what I mean. I like, feel I like this was a it. more accurate person anyway. She already kind of looks like a fish. Well. So, like, the thing that makes that bums me out the most about it is, like, just, it's the Little Mermaid, first of all. So, the person playing it is probably either a late teenager or early 20s person. Thanks. And this is probably one of their first big roles. And they're just getting a ton of hate. And I'm like, that sucks. Because, yeah, like, this sad. is, like, they've Over been waiting their whole... Over something that doesn't matter. Yeah. Or is irrelevant. Over the Little Mermaid. Like, <laughs> I can't stress enough that the name of it is the Little Mermaid. If you just logically look at what those two words are and you care about this, God damn it. I <laughs> But so, I just feel so bad. And but like yeah. like with remakes, I do not like remakes, but if it's like a remake I was okay with is a Star is Born. Because it was a, it, even though it was called a Star is Born, completely new story. It was an original story. 
Okay. So, like, it was kind of like an homage to the first two, but all those Star is Born movies had actual different storylines. Okay. So, like, it's not so much a remake as it is, like, a proper reimagining, I would say. For the sake of my audience, I'd be lying if I said I was jumping to go see that movie. I had not Shockingly seen it. good. Is it? Made me cry. Lady Gaga, as, as that shit is annoying, she is Wildly flip, talented. flipping talented, yeah. dude. And so is uh, Cooper, whatever his name is. What's, yeah. what's Bradley Cooper? That's it. He was, he was good in it. I mean, God, you could put Sam Elliott in any fucking movie. And I'll I'm actually him. really excited to see the new Joker movie. Sam Elliott. The, the Joker 2. Oh, it's a musical. I f- hate musicals. <laughs> but come on, you're going to love this one. Lady Gaga as... Harley Quinn. I know. That it at first you're like, no, but you know deep down that's gonna be amazing. if it's a musical. Have that's... you ever seen American Horror Story? I know we brought that up. Yeah. But like Parts. One of the worst seasons was Hotel, but man, you gotta give it to Lady Gaga. Is she good. Well, I like her that like she commits like hard. Yeah. So like any I've never seen her in anything where she's not like completely in a scene, you know? Sure, sure. Which is like, I don't know a lot about acting, and I'm not an actor, but when you see that, you kind of respect it, I think. So right. She is well, good. Well, because you can know the difference. You can yeah, see you can tell. when it's there. She's got like an intensity about her that's good, I think, um, for acting. Right, right. You know, so. there's not a lot of people that bring that. Um, who's the guy that played Psycho in Batman? Or, uh, Psycho. Not Psycho. Um, American like, Psycho. Oh, oh, uh, Christian Bale. Yeah. Yeah, he always brings There's it. There's nobody more dedicated than that. DiCaprio guy. brings it, I feel like. Yeah. Young Robert De Niro was, like, unstoppable. Now And he's... then he got older, and he was like, I want to be in movies with my friends. <laughs> Which, I can't fault him. Right. Sure, right? sure. Yeah, they're just getting, a, like, that's what Sandler does now. He just gets paid vacations with his But at buddies. least he's good. Like, his are good. Adam Sandler is still good. I mean. Oh, I loved his comedy special. Uncut Gems. <clears throat> Yeah, that grown ups good. too, though. Yeah, <laughs> but that one's just him having fun, and I don't. But fault you know what? Him. I, I had fun it. watching him have fun. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. No, I enjoyed it. It was very just like that is a movie, right? Yeah, right. But again, that's kind of what the era he came from was. Like most of the movies around him were just movies to watch, but then like what made him awesome was he made cult classics at a time where. Movies were just movies. Yeah, he was like when the SNL had a streak of like really good SNL movies. He was like part of that because it was and like Waterboy, Big Daddy. Well, Big Daddy, I don't know if it was, but it was like Waterboy. What was the other one? Uh, Billy Madison, right? Coneheads. Coneheads. Was he in Coneheads? He wasn't, but that uh, was a oh, SNL yeah, movie. Yeah. Tommy um, Boy. Tommy Boy. Yeah, Tommy Boy was so good. They were saying how it, Tommy Boy is weird too, because like they were like Hollywood was like. This David Spade, Chris Farley thing, we're taking it to the moon. And then they made Black Sheep, and it did just okay. And they were like, never again. Right. <laughs> Where now, looking back, Black Sheep was also a great movie. Yeah. Also, like, the, the do you know the whole Shrek story? That, like, that it was supposed to be someone else, right? Like Chris Farley. Chris Farley voiced, like, they voiced 90% of Shrek as Chris Farley. Chris Farley did the voice, and then he died. And they, it was at the same time he died. Yeah, how crazy! How crazy is that? That's how old Shrek is. Is that really? Farley was the voice for it? No he, there's recorded audio, and it's nuts. You can like look up some of it on YouTube, uh, but it's crazy. And so they brought in Mike Myers, and Mike Myers was like, "I want to do a Scottish accent," because they originally wanted him to 
impersonate Chris Farley and do the rest of the movie. And he was like, I don't want that. That feels wrong. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. You can look okay. up Farley as uh, Shrek, and it's right. It's nuts. So Sh- Farley died in 1997, and Shrek was released in 2001. They had to scrap the movie, basically. Oh, I bet. Yeah, so yeah, they like literally. redid the whole movie. Yeah, wow. they actually changed the way that Shrek looked in the meantime too. Yeah, like they just basically were like, "Well, I guess we're making a new ogre movie with Mike Myers." Yeah, it's crazy. And was he something else? Um, well, hey, let's keep the 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 juices flowing while the energy's high. Oh, I got an energy drink. I'm bouncing off my my heart's gonna explode. Actually, I, I, I gotta hope it tell doesn't. you, like, I appreciate the audience bearing with us because you could tell like he is trained in the art and is trained in this like space and i have never i just have like a outside perspective of this practice and i just wanted to do it for fun yeah and i could tell just the level step where i'm like i messed that up i messed it when we were doing the improv it doesn't matter i know it doesn't matter but i just want to appreciate one the patience with me trying to keep up, but also, like, I just wanted to emphasize how I, I did know, bad like, as well. Like, if someone that does improv watch that, they'd be like, Joe may have done worse. I broke rules. Oh. I didn't commit. That's the point, is to have... You made me laugh. That's all I care about. We're supposed to just have yeah. fun. Okay, so now I have an improv scene generator. We could have gone with, like, some of the other submissions, but what I'd prefer is, like, this gives us scenarios... That like we could really build. Is, is that really an improv scene generator? Yes, that'd be good to do a live show. This like if we incredible. if there was like an improv group that's like has improvisers, that'd be a fun live show. Is to like put that on a projector why, why and be like, just... all right, so we're doing scenes on. Hit the generator and be like, yeah, ready. Look, you're gonna look at it. You're be like, fuck. But like, <laughs> okay, folks, we're back in business. Let's get to the improv. Don't generator. sound so excited. <laughs> <laughs> that just was so aggravating. <laughs> like, this thing has been nothing but a pain in the ass. And then Apple wonders why I go seven years without upgrading. I just hope everybody at home shared your energy. You're like, we're back in business. And everyone at home's like, finally. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> I've been waiting. Nick Foster's about to punch the screen. Nick Foster's like, I hate this guy. Why is he on there? <laughs> All right. I'm gonna find your address. I'm gonna find your address, Nick Foster. The shoe's on the other foot now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't here. wait till the cops hear that and show up at my house. Yeah. Um, like, hey, yeah. man, you can't. You can't. Me. It wasn't a threat. It was a promise. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nick. <laughs> All right. Here is the scenario. Police officer, police officer pulls someone over. Who's the police officer? Um, obviously, I, mean, I have a mustache. I feel like I have to be the you cop. You have to be the yeah. cop, 100%. The emotions, characteristics, serene. <laughs> the environment. Can you imagine this country would be so much better off if that was the motion for every cop interaction? <laughs> wow. Somebody's got to show the Milwaukee Let's, PD. Here, I'm doing something for the the... Viewer there. Oh, nope. Not Shrek Serene. <laughs> We're looking you, at calm, peaceful. Shrek Serene. Would you like to fall asleep to the sounds of Shrek? No, you can with this DVD box set. Shrek Serene. Get in my belly. All right. <laughs> disaster film. It's a disaster film. The genre, film theater style is disaster film. And the lines are, it's a secret. 
So I that's guess at some point we have to. That's the concept of this. I guess okay. I'll okay. probably be saying that. Okay, so I'm the cop. Serene is the police officer. Pulls someone over in a serene emotion at the zoo. Disaster film genre. Line at the zoo. Is at the zoo. Yep. Okay. Uh, ready? Yeah. Yeah. Hey there, buddy. You're probably wondering why a pool just stopped you over. Stop, man. I'm throwing rocks at tigers. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. Ha! Did you see him? Did I know. Him? I know. I saw you throw like seven or eight rocks. The tiger looks upset, but I want him to just calm down. Now, it's a tiger, man. We got to get the tiger going. Do something. Do something. I, you know, tigers are real sleepy baby boys, and I'm a cop, actually. Here's my badge. You'll notice that, that there nice is badge. a there's a flat. You threw my badge, and I worked really hard for that. But I, I just I was expecting feel... more of a reaction from the tiger. Yeah, like he doesn't respect the common law. He is a tiger. But what I respect is guys who don't throw stones at tigers. Well, I'm just trying to get. Do you see how mundane the zoo is here? Yeah, the but... kids got nothing but a blue balloon. Here's he needs some action. Outside the zoo, I don't think you're watching the news. Things are a fucking mess right now, and I don't want to deal with that, so I kind of came in here. Are you familiar with the phrase Armageddon? No. Me Enlighten neither. Me. I didn't really read the Bible. But from the news, my understanding is that it's real bad. <laughs> what, society? No. Or tigers? Well, he's a good boy. What I'm saying is... Hellfire has sprung loose, and most of what you know and love is dead. And for some reason, the zoo seems to be a veritable Noah's Ark of some sorts. And so I am still a cop, even though most of L.A. County no longer exists. <laughs> well, I, Why is my voice changing? I don't know. You sound like a very calm, collected One might officer. even say... That might be why. One might even say... Super calm. And so... <laughs> well... Since we are going to be sharing a domicile with that tiger, it may be in your best interest to stop throwing rocks at him. Well, but still, he's still stuck in his enclosure, at least for the time being. For the time being. Right. So we got to get a mug. Can, can, how, I got a question for you. Yes. Is there a way we can get the lion over there into this space with the tiger? So, again, I would like to reiterate that I am a, a member of the LAPD law enforcement for L.A. County. So I don't know much about tigers and lions and bears, oh my. But what I will say is I think that it would be in our best interest to not piss off God because it seems like Armageddon is very real. So I just want to admit, I it's clear for everyone that I am definitely in California. Correct. Because you're not arresting me, and you sound so nice. I appreciate that. But you know what I'm going to continue to do? Well, I'm going to try to steal that tiger's cub at this point just to prove to you that I can. Here's the thing about me is I've had diarrhea all week, so if I make a move at you, I will ship my trousers. <laughs> I will destroy this fine law enforcement britches. You're acting as if that doesn't compel I don't know what my accent means. <laughs> nice, Why nice. is it Good happening? Good scene. Good scene. Good scene. I was waiting for you to ask me for my... Uh, my ID, so I can say it's a secret. Uh, well, here's the thing, man. I'm not a good cop. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right, all right. Uh, you got, you it's got, almost like I didn't know what I was doing in that situation. I was like, I'm the authority figure. This is going to change things. <laughs> this is, I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. <laughs> and here's the thing. It didn't. I just was like, hey. I like the disaster you chose. Like, I was trying to create a disaster with the tiger or something. Yeah. But I like that we went with societies I and crumbles, like, oh, and we're and about to be living you with mean that tiger. End times? <laughs> end times, yes. <laughs> we went with the apocalypse. Yeah. I've been reading the Bible a lot. You guys would be shocked to find out what is in there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you you were this close to referencing, like, you know, an actual passage, like Jebediah 652. I haven't read it since high school, so it's been a while. Armageddon, honest to God, maybe I'm a bad human, but I wouldn't even have known that was a religious it's, term. I believe it is, or judgment, probably day, whatever is. you want to call it. I think that's like, it's what's what's the bad book at the end of the Bible where they're like, hey, we know it's up in all this happy stuff, but you're all going to die and we're going to come back. <laughs> we're going to judge you that's for everything you me, did. <laughs> it's coming from me, God. <laughs> I'm the eternal savior. <laughs> there's like a, uh, uh, dude, just real quick, just yes. to explain this. There's like a Mike Polk Jr. He's like a Cleveland guy. He's very funny. He has this like fake. If you look it up on YouTube, it's called like Zubooks, and it's him dubbing over a Zubooks commercial. But he does that voice the entire time, and every time I watch it, that voice gets stuck in my head. It's him being like, "Woo, Zubooks!" <laughs> but like, dude, Zubooks for it, man. Dude, there is Zoo actually like the there's shit. like a picture of like an older woman looking at Zubooks, and she's like a picture looking at a picture of a lion. She's like, she likes reading about lions because they help her forget about death. <laughs> It's so good. I've, like, watched that video since high school, and it still breaks me. It's so good. Zoo books. Zoo books. That's an old one? Yeah. Dude, he's been doing it for a while. I know. He's been everywhere. Okay, okay. You ready for the next one? Scenario. Firing someone. The emotion. Dismissive. Environment. Museum. Genre. Horror. Line, can this you is say a, that again? So a line it, it, that yeah. I've never done. Like you know how it's like improv generator. Usually, like when you do improv, it's like, can we get a word? And somebody's like museum, and we're like, well, we'll do the rest. Thank you for participating. Right, right. right. But this one's like, this is exactly what I want you to do. <laughs> That's what I like about this it. Is, this is like if Bezos had his own improv trip. <laughs> he's, he's just like, like he's like, you I will want pee him. in a bottle. Yeah, you will <laughs> pee, and someone else will drink it, and I will watch and drink the blood <laughs> oh of children. Oh my god. I am Jeff Bezos. My light, I don't blink. <laughs> Blinking is for Left the weak. <laughs> Blinking is for, I got to ask, what is that button? I've been looking at that this oh, whole this time. this one? Right here? Yeah. Oh, so it looks like Antron Chigurh from No Country for Old Men, but it is. In I was fact, about to say it looks like a serial killer. It's Neil Young. Well, Neil Young looks like yeah. a serial killer. He's got one of my favorite albums of all time, and regardless of where you stand on the Spotify thing, I am very bummed that I can't listen to Everybody knows this is nowhere anymore because yeah, that album is untouchable. Um, <laughs> also, fun fact: I did a show in like a, a shoot. I wish I, I think it's called Strange or Weird Weird World. It's like a I think that's the name of it. I hope I'm not wrong. It's right by uh, Bro- Broomnuts. Is that the donut place? Dude, yeah. It's like right there. It's, I think it's called one. Strange World or Weird World. But like, uh, I bought this button from them, and then I did a show in Wisconsin, and this woman uh, cried. So, like, we did the show. It was great. It was, like, a, a fucking just train wreck bar. And we did the show. And then afterwards, this woman came outside, and she was hammered. And she was like, I thought you were very funny. And she was like, is that a Neil Young button? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, my mom just died. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. 
but like crying and I'm just standing there like, Oh God, I'm in this conversation now. And <laughs> <laughs> it was just a complete stranger. So it's not like, you know, I'm in this conversation now. And she's like, uh, my parents loved Neil Young and my, it would mean the world to my dad. If you could have a Neil Young pin. And I was like, just take the button. So I like gave it to her. And then uh, we come back to Cleveland. And like in the meantime, this person had opened like a store where she makes and sells these buttons. And so I like no went in there way. and I was like, hey, do you have like a Neil Young thing? Like, can you make, because we looked through all the buttons. There's no Neil Young one. I was like, I used to have one. It was like, weirdly enough, my favorite button. I just gotten used to it. And I was like, can you make one? And she's like, yeah. Like how, what happened to the other one? And I told her that story and she was just like, yeah, we'll make you a button. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> So like it's like the weirdest like, but see that's what I love about humanity, dude. I and love you don't want meeting actually, people after shows. I love bigger it. than that. What I love about this universe, like this is the karmic level of it. Like you gave it away, and the universe gave it back. I paid you know two dollars I mean? for it or whatever. But come on, yeah, it's nothing. Two I'm bucks awful with money. <laughs> you literally just got that for free. Yeah, and she that is is it nicer than the one that you gave away? It's exactly the same. No shit. Yeah, she it, she like literally just had the the button press and everything. It's it's the exact same button. But like it, it was that, that type of like silver shiny. If you didn't know, I gave it away. You wouldn't have known that. Uh, like if you knew my. Did jet, she have a template? Like where'd she get that picture from? She has like the way I think a button press works is it's just like right. So did she print it off? Like, yeah, she I has know like a it, she has like a thing of pre-printed things, and she just cut it out and pressed it. So and, she had that one pre-printed yeah. already. Yeah, she was the one oh. that did the first one, though, too. It was oh, all, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, okay, okay. But it, it, they used to, like, if you would go to the Mayhalls or Mahals and, like, whatever, I don't know which one it is, and I'm sorry if I offended somebody. Um, like, there or, uh, shit, what was the other place that would sell it? There's, like, a couple music venues that sell would sell her buttons, and she opened up her own store. So I actually got to That's meet her in person, sweet. and she made me a button. So That is pretty sweet. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just wearing an ABBA one in the meantime, and I was like, that doesn't. That's not on brand. No. <laughs> I love Abba. Now, the takeaway from this um, is that I've officially met the first person in real life negatively impacted by the Joe Rogan Spotify debacle. Oh, really? <laughs> I haven't met a single person affected by that. And so it means a lot. I, uh, yeah. I At least I know they're out there. Like, this is a thing. It it's, affects people. There's so many Your pe- actions affect people. There's so many people that, like, were, like, uh, like, if you look at the age group that listens to Neil Young, it's everybody who, when Neil Young was like, well, I'm quitting Spotify, they were like, well, good, I never liked Neil Young anyways. And then they just like went home and stared at their like Neil Young vinyl, and they were like, God, I want to listen to Harvest Moon. <laughs> 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 it's so funny. But like, no, he's a, uh, everybody knows this is nowhere. He's like one of my favorite albums ever. I got to admit, he does have good songs. He definitely, it is, yeah. It's great. It's enjoyable. It definitely fits the mood at the time. You know, yeah. I got, I appreciate it, but I, I do find it funny. I was like, is there people still out? Yeah, they're out. Here. Like, you know how everybody has like a, a sad song they like? Or like when you're like kind of bumming, you have like something like that song, the song from that album called Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere. It's like such a good, it's like a song about like, I feel like nothing matters. I want to go home. I want to like, it's, it's beautiful. And then right. like now it's like, now I listen to it and I'm like, fucking Spotify. <laughs> Damn you. I'm paying you $12. Joe Rogan, do you really have to have opinions? All right. Actually, let's try a different scenario. Okay. We got to freshen it up. Okay. Keep it rolling. Ready? The scenario is customer complaining to chef about meal in a busy restaurant. The emotion. Those are my favorite kind of people. 
the emotion creepy. Hey. What's the guy's? It's, let's do a Mike, different emotion. A, wait, wait, no. Who's different the, emotion is you have a steel plate in your head and pick up radio. <laughs> that's, that's just another premise. That's not an emotion. It is not. But I think we definitely got to add that. <laughs> We're at a concert hall during a gig. And the genre is CSI. Lines. What? I love your dress. Can I try it on? I can't even, like, there's so many, like, criteria that I'm like, I can't even. Yeah, the line will abandon. If I get two of them. Customer complaining to chef about meal in a busy restaurant. This time, you're the customer. I'm the chef. You have... I'll have the steel plate in my... No, which one of us... You're the customer complaining. You have a steel plate in your head. (laughs) That picks up radio. We are at a concert hall during a gig. And um, the the genre is CSI. So we're at a concert hall. I wish I had glasses like you have. It would work for... No, you don't. No, like sunglasses. I mean, like, for the premise of what's going on. Let's kick this thing off. You're a customer complaining to the chef at a concert hall gig. You have a steel uh, a thing in your head that picks up radio, CSI. Ready? Yeah. I'd like to complain about my meal. It's not quite up to par. And, and I just want to say don't stop believing. And what is Sorry, par- that came out of nowhere. And what would be par to you? Par? Par. When I come to the Quicken Loans Arena, I expect nothing but the finest dining experience. And what would be... <laughs> And what would be the finest dining experience for you? Finest dining experience for me is I want to eat a perfectly rare steak while I watch Post Malone, Malone Postly. Well, we don't have Post Malone, but we do have knockoff posts, and that's all we can offer. Hold on. I just really like that song, and I just wanted to hear it for a second. Do you like Katy Perry? I, I didn't hear anything. You shouldn't. The only thing you should be hearing is me complaining about this steak. So it's steak. What, what's wrong with it again? It's not up to par, but is it because of the Post Malone or is it because of the steak? It's mostly Post Malone. So It's mostly the fact that I have to watch Post Malone while I eat a steak. I came here for dinner. Not quite the show. So if you could kind of shut him off for a little bit. Well, I've got all the music I need up here. Okay, okay. Um, unfortunately, we don't have Katy Perry, but the best thing we can offer oh, is... I've got Katy Perry for the next two minutes. Which one? We'll see whatever Mr. Magic plays next. Very good. Very good. Teenage Dream. Is that a Katy Perry song? The best thing I can offer you is a, a, a couple headphones and a brand new ska- steak. Because Bra- this steak is cooked. Ah! That's my impression of CSI Miami. I think they got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I used to be, uh, this is like one of the dumber things I've ever done. I used to be in a band, and we would play that Who song because it would make like old men just like fucking rock hard. And uh, we played it live one time, and we had somebody, it was like one of our friends from high school that wasn't didn't play music, and he just came up, and we, he, we did the, yeah! He just took off a pair of sunglasses and then walked off stage. And it was like... <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said I yeah. wish I had some glasses on. Because yeah. you have to somewhere incorporate... It, like, it was always like, that duck's cooked. Bye. 
Yeah. Also, it's got my favorite line in a song, which is just meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Because if that ever happened in real life, you'd be like, wow, this is going to suck. Someone just was like, hey, here, meet the new boss. Same as the old boss. And then walked away, you'd be like, I'm Joe. <laughs> Sorry about Dave. <laughs> Dave's a real shit. <laughs> but he doesn't lie. <laughs> yeah, pretty. All right, we've got seven minutes. Let's, let's sneak one last oh one in. Oh, my God, I'm so bad You got time improv. for it? Yeah. I know I'm not good either. I'm, I'm not good. I'm trying, but damn, this is a lot harder than Just I anticipated. Just do one, and we'll try and riff jokes on it instead. Is that? Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. Liar. No. Okay. I mean, it picked zoo again. So we're at the zoo on Noah's Ark. I guess we're filling up Noah's you know, Ark science it ma- fiction. It makes sense that that's where he would have built his Ark. Okay, we've got... I love that so much, actually. Is that Noah's like, you know, Mommy it's going to be tough milkers. to get all these animals, but right. if we just bring the ark to them. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, oh, man. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just throw a piece of meat in there. That'll get most of them. Well, the problem we got to do avoid is not turning on the meat eaters to the non-meat eaters. Yeah. So we got to lure them in with meat. How but bad somehow- did that ark smell, too? You're just on a zoo for however long that took. And are you letting them f- get it on on the boat? Well, or are you I don't think they're until so civilization. None of these animals have been on a boat before. There's no way. And then, like, they're all the boat's just it's a there's like a storm, so it's just like rocking. And so that means these animals are just getting banged against the side of their pens. And one's got a giant rhino horn. Probably some of them are throwing up. They're probably shitting. It probably smells like a nightmare on that boat. There's no way they brought enough cleaning supplies. They didn't have What Lysol. do we do for food? Dude, there's... Some of those animals... Wait, you're telling me there's some plot holes in Noah's Ark? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I feel like there could have been more species on this planet. And they were probably I know. the food. I know. That's probably... They're like, we're not going to be able to fix that T-Rex on here. There's no way. He's not going to fit. I've seen Jurassic Park. But hack that tail up and that'll feed the lions, tigers, yeah. and bears for... Oh, my. Oh, oh my. my. That's a lot of feeding. Oh, my. Who is a... Uh, that is, like... I do want, like, a religious remake of a movie. And I want, like, Christopher Nolan to direct it. And like it, what? Give me an example. Like, just, like, literally if there was a movie just called Noah. And it's just, like, one of those Christian Bale... Right. And he's just, like, a... Mm. And yeah. it's just, like, monotonous noises... Christian Bale is for sure Noah. Right. And he's just like, we got to save these animals. Get them on the boat. Yeah. That would I don't great. even know who the bad guy would be, the storm. <laughs> it's just Kevin Played Spacey. Played by Josh Roll, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Spacey as a cloud. Kevin Spacey. Because they used to make like religious movies. like Right. Ben-Hur. Yes. Great movie. But see, again, they made, Hollywood made God cool for a little bit. That's you know, that's so crazy. But let's admit, there's no original ideas. Like that's now become the theme of this no. podcast. There's even this, like trying to just shoot the shit and come up with free ideas. Like I understand it's very difficult. That's why it isn't just so plentiful. Yeah. But like the reality is, there's none of it anymore. But at what point does an idea stop? Like. I mean, nobody's ever been sitting where I'm sitting in a jean jacket and green pants saying the things I'm saying, so. 
Swedish I mean, chef. There's probably a Swedish chef. Yeah, he's close second. But oh no, man. Well, we're wrapping up anyway. But like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, if I like was like doing comedy, like if I was like, you want to be original, but if I stressed about every little thing, I'd probably cry a lot more. <sighs> See, that's the killer: is listening to like someone like Mr. Beast, and he goes on to talk about how he would literally cry when he would only get fifty thousand instead of a hundred thousand views, and it's he like cry. Yeah. Oh, he it's he like, is a child. I keep forgetting that. Right, yeah. But, but that's, but that's what it takes to become the biggest thing ever. Because I'm sitting here going, I love this thing to death, but if you don't love what I'm doing, it is what it is. If all I'm getting is 300 views, yeah. that's the case. But, like, do I need to be the person that's, like, just crying? I only got so many to make it worth it. Yeah. I don't cry. Like, I won't cry, but I get, like, obsessive about jokes. Like, if something's not good enough, I, like, kind of lose my mind a little bit. My, I think my friends, uh, my friends that are comics, God bless them, because they have to deal with a real psycho sometimes. I know you're not supposed to use that word, but, like, I, I Why? get Why, is that one canceled now, too? I can't keep track. I hope not. I mean, I don't mean it in a demeaning way to people that are, you know, but. I don't want to offend the psychopaths, but the guy's a little crazy. <laughs> if there's a group of people you don't want to offend, actually, that's probably them. Fair, fair. But Nick Foster, take a Nick chill pill. Pump the brakes, Doc. <laughs> or whatever you want. You know, if you don't want to take the chill, whatever gets you off my bombs back. Stop calling her. <laughs> <laughs> on that note Joe I couldn't thank you enough for yeah, your time no this was me. so fun guys I appreciate it if you enjoyed it if we made you laugh if we made you think the best thing you can do to support this podcast is share this episode yeah. take that leak link throw it on your Facebook share these clips that'll come up throw them on your Instagram again we're up against algorithms the best thing you can do is share this episode otherwise you can check all of our content out on our website at www.rethinktakingpodcast.com <laughs> Joe where can they find you my friend oh, and I just, I just want to say to the improv community we're both very sorry yeah. as somebody that's just an ignorant person that threw himself into it and somebody that's a comedian that this is this is just something that's a cellular like listen we gave it our best we're just here to have I fun did, I, I would say I did a very medium I did a real just like I'm gonna try but you know I think we'll don't see. undersell how well you did because I had I a will. lot of fun. I've seen good I, I was the audience member to your performance, and I really appreciated it. And if there were other people here, I think you would have gotten the feedback. Well, everyone, everyone I've done improv with knows I can't maintain an accent. See, that's that, the tough part about what yeah. we were doing is I wanted to give you the laugh that, like, your damn good joke deserves. I was trying to break you. I'm not going to lie to you. And then I didn't get it, and I was like, I'll fucking get him next time. I tried to hold it, and I know I would crack. Uh, man, you're... You're too good. Otherwise, but again, guys, thanks for watching. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Bye. Bye, Nick Foster. I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, man. <laughs>